Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. We are here at River City Flooring, Justin Acre, Westmore, and the shoot-up, Pat Bradley. There's still time to come and get autographs from Wes if you want one. And Pat will be here, too, if you want, until 1 o'clock. And uh, we're hanging out with Keith, store manager, and talking about deals here. Real quick, we're going to check in, though, with Dr. O'Malley over at UAMS. And, Doc, we've been doing this segment for a long time. I have to be honest, I don't recall ever talking to you about tennis. We have a couple of very big tennis stories that are a-brewing leading into mm. the semifinals for the dudes tomorrow at Wimbledon. Dunn, not Tun. Dunn. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Wimbledon, country boy. Uh, what's up, Doc? How are you? I'm good. Well, good. So, well, let's start with uh, Nick Kyrgios. Uh, he really needs a psychiatrist as much as he does an orthopedist, but he does have a shoulder issue that is uh, giving him some issues. And we've been trying to figure out exactly what what that we, you know, he had a physio come out. They call it the physio. So fancy. They had a doc come uh, out, basically yeah. or a trainer, come out and uh, rub his shoulder down the other day. Uh, I'm assuming that's relatively common. You know, we talk about tennis elbow. I'm guessing tennis shoulder is probably pretty common as well. If that's a thing, yeah, it is pretty common. We don't we don't call it tennis tennis shoulder. We call it more impingement um, or bursitis in the shoulder, um, where that rotator cuff's getting pinched. So that's where the impingement is, or the bursitis is the essentially fluid the stack between the the rotator cuff and the bone gets inflamed. And so that's where therapy or having the physio come out to help with that. Uh, anti-inflammatories, um, and if it's really bad, sometimes you can try injections um, for our highest performance athletes. So I guess you know from a they gave him some uh, they gave him a pill the other day during the match I assume it was naproxen or or ibuprofen but I think they they said it was a muscle relaxer right well, you can't take a muscle relaxer in the middle of a match it have to be something a little less <laughs> significant I would think right yeah I don't know about I wouldn't be giving muscle relaxers but I mean, maybe that relaxes so he plays better and helps his head too. Hmm. Well, no, they they give him one. He needs one. Yeah, that's true. It is curious. <laughs> that's actually fine. What what is the most common? What would you suggest for an athlete that's dealing with inflammation during during an actual uh, event? What's the best thing to take? Yeah, I mean, for most of us, just stop playing. Uh, most of us aren't <laughs> athletes in um, tennis, and so pickleball or whatever overhead sports you're playing, but stop playing. Allow it to calm down. For most, it works really well. Um, but um, anti-inflammatories, I tell a lot of people, two a lead twice a day works really well for about a week just to calm down inflammation. Ice works mm-hmm. better than heat um, for calming down inflammation. And then a good therapy program for most people work very well. If that doesn't work, then we find that giving a, a steroid shot in the shoulder for my patients, about, I don't know, 70 or 80% of people will be great after that. And then there are a few people that don't improve at all that, and that's where, where surgery comes into play. And then yesterday, Rafael Nadal uh, had an abdominal strain. It's been bothering him for a while, and it flared up again when, uh, after a serve. He had to go to the locker room, and uh, they were giving him different things. What, 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 what do you think was going on with Nadal? What were they doing for him? Yeah, it's the same sort of thing. When you, when you strain that abdominal muscle, you're trying to just get it calmed down. Um, you can try massage for it, and then um, just a really good stretching. Um, so stretching even the lower extremities will help with, with the abdominal um, uh, strains that, that he has going on, and then they can try. I think they tried to tape it for him to see if that can help. But just the motion that he's having to go through in terms of serving and also uh, returning serves puts a lot of strain on that on that abdominal muscle and can cause it to continue to flare up. He'll play again tomorrow. Is this going to be a concern, uh, the short turnaround? It, yes, it, it, it will probably be a concern for him for the rest of the tournament. 
Well, hopefully it doesn't last past tomorrow. I hope we can go home and rest it after tomorrow because I want Kyrgios and Djokovic in the final in the worst way. That would be fun. So, We also had a, a big trade in the NFL yesterday. Baker Mayfield traded from Cleveland to uh, Charlotte. Baker Mayfield tore his uh, labrum after the second game of the season, but it was on his non-throwing shoulder. And I, I was listening to a, a national talk show, and the guy covers the Cleveland Browns. He's one of the Cleveland Insiders. He said that Baker had completed 80% of his passes the first two games before tearing that mm. labrum. And then after that, he was never the same. And then I think it was J.J. Watt that crushed him once again later on in the season and further injured that labrum. How painful is that, and how tough would that be for a quarterback because it's the non-throwing shoulder? Yeah, I mean, I think probably for him with the accuracy, it's, it's unfortunately he's, he's not as comfortable stepping up in the pocket, right, and taking that hit that he would be taking the first first two games of the year uh, when the when the shoulder was fine. So that, that's probably mentally he's having to throw in awkward positions, which is probably why it probably didn't directly affect his throwing. It just affected the position and his foot position and where he was throwing the ball from, and that's what caused his accuracy to decrease. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really difficult for one of our – um, a speed athlete or even a quarterback to be playing with with labral tears uh, in the shoulder. Um, thankfully, he doesn't have to um, really bring his arm up above his head right, like a receiver would. Um, so he was in a brace, like a sully brace, that will kind of lock that shoulder down so he's not abducting it where it can dislocate. But even then, though, taking a hit like from J.J. Watt causes it to dislocate again. Uh, it's a really difficult injury to to play through. And for a lot of our college athletes, we're not letting them play through the season like he did. We're going to let them try. And then as soon as they start having issues, we're going to pull them and fix it so that they're ready for the next year. But he's a professional athlete. It was his choice, and he's a tough guy. There's not a lot of NFL players, quarterbacks, that would have played through what he played through. He uh, had surgery in, in January. It, he'll be okay for the start of fall camp, and everything should be good for yeah, go this should season. Yeah, sure. most of our for my, my protocol for my contact athletes six, is six months for them after that surgery, So, which is the other reason why we like to know for our, even our high schoolers that they have a labral injury even in season because then we know, hey, okay, we're going to deal with it right at the end of the season so that they're ready for summer camp. So it's important even for our younger athletes that you diagnose that early enough, one, so you watch it, but then two, so that you have a good six-month recovery so that they can be back and, and rehab to the point that they can participate in contact in the summer before before school starts. you got to love the, the way that Cleveland stood by him, you know, playing through that injury, you know, and dealing yeah. with all those difficulties <laughs> by uh, bringing in a guy who's facing charges for uh, inappropriate behavior with – uh, dozens of masseuses, and then shipping him off to Carolina. I mean, that's way to go, Cleveland. I mean, you're the best. You really are. Thanks for taking one for the team. There's really nobody like Cleveland. God bless them. I mean, well, they so got to be really confident Deshaun's going to play to ship him off. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure Deshaun's going to be playing. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, maybe they know something we don't. Maybe that's going to be more like four games instead of eight or 12. But we'll see. Um, if you need to see the good doctor or one of his colleagues, locations for UMS Orthopedics. Colonel Glenn, been there. Autumn Road, Shackelford West, and you can find out uh, more about them at umshealth.com slash orthopedics. They've got same or next day availability, 501-526-1046. Doc, I appreciate you. Have a good uh, weekend coming up. Yeah, you too. Thanks, guys.